0: 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Hello, it's Neil Johnson and welcome to today's 2020 podcast on the Vision Radio Network. Remember, you can hear 2020 on Vision weekdays from 10am Australian Eastern Standard Time. Well, as you know, in New Zealand recently, legislation was passed to legalise same-sex marriage. Now there's been an almost unbelievable backlash against Christian organisations who've been defenders of natural marriage between one man and one woman. One of the organisations on the receiving end of heavy-handedness is called Family First in New Zealand. One single complaint triggered an investigation that's seen Family First in New Zealand deregistered as a charity. Bob McCoskey from Family First in New Zealand is joining us today to talk about what's happening. Bob, welcome back to 2020.
1: Hi there, good to be with you.
0: Uh, Bob, you've been a campaigner for the definition of marriage between one man and one woman to remain as it was. Of course, uh, uh, we all know that from the news in New Zealand there's legislation's gone the other way, but it's a bit of a shock to the system to recognise that a single complaint has caused you to be deregistered as a charity.
1: Yeah, and the complaint was laid on the same day that we presented a petition containing 50,000 signatures um, at the first reading of the same-sex marriage bill. Uh, so on the day that we presented 50,000 signatures asking for marriage to remain as it was, one person made a two-sentence complaint, uh, which um basically said that they argued that we were a religious-based pressure group whose whole purpose seems to be the prevention of human rights to non-heterosexual people, and that the state shouldn't be supporting such an organization. So as a result of that one complaint, uh, they, the commission undertook a massive investigation and, and I think it's important to realize that we've already been audited twice. So we, we've, we applied, we gained application, we were successful in the application and then we've had two audits since then. Uh, and then suddenly this massive investigation. But, you know, people may say, "Well, that's okay for them to audit," um, and for us, that's not a problem. The problem was that one of the key reasons they gave for us being deregistered was our belief that marriage um, or the foundation of family life is one man and one woman in marriage, uh, and and you know that's a that's a pretty concerning um, precedent to set. And I think also we were sort of looking across at the United States as well and seeing groups being targeted by by the IRS there as well and thinking, well, you know, just on what basis are they making these decisions?
0: OK, so this is, uh, while it's a shock to you in New Zealand, now that uh, you've experienced that shock and this very heavy-handedness from the Commission, uh, that you're seeing that similar sorts of things have happened in the United States?
1: Yeah, and, I, you know, it seems to be that uh, if you're not agreeing with the... Uh, prevailing politically correct view that, uh, you're more likely to be targeted. We say that the timing of the investigation and the timing of the deregistration and the reasons for the deregistration, uh, simply aren't acceptable. And so we're going to challenge it. We're going to go to the high court and challenge that decision. And, um, well, we'll see how we go. I mean, at the end of the day, we, we won't, uh, it doesn't, Stop us operating, and we will continue to operate even if we don't have that charitable status. But part of the problem is that groups that are on the other side of the ledger, who are arguing for same-sex marriage, and who have been on the opposite side of debates that we've been involved in that have sort of put us at a very high profile, uh, they haven't been deregistered, and so we're just saying, look, if you you got to be consistent, you know, whatever whatever um, basis you apply needs to be applied right across the board. So uh, we'll, we'll see what the response is.
0: Well, here in Australia, Bob, of course, uh, we don't have legislation that accepts same-sex marriage uh, in Australia. And, uh, and I guess one of the things that concerns us is that this sort of action has been taken in New Zealand, which may uh, indicate that uh, there are things ahead in the Australian context that uh, we need to be warned about and, and cautious as to how things progress.
1: Oh, look, I think that is a concern. And, um, I mean, we've also looked at evidence of Canada and the United States. I think we talked about that last week uh, during your appeal about uh, you need to look at what's happened in other countries to see just how far the drive to redefine marriage and to change family structure is and what they do with groups that may speak up for uh, traditional or... Um, uh you know conservative values and all the evidence overseas shows that uh the so-called claim that all all they want is marriage and that's it they'll settle down and be quite happy and we'll leave leave everybody alone that simply isn't the case uh and you know it's showed by the fact that they will come after groups that they don't agree with and i think people should be very concerned about what you know what else is lurking behind the corner
0: well Bob, do you have a date for the High Court appeal hearing uh, and uh, how confident are you that, uh, that you'll actually be reinstated as a charity?
1: Well I don't know what the wheels of justice are like in Australia but they work very slowly here. Uh, by appealing it means that we maintain charitable status until we ultimately lose uh, and we will continue to appeal right to the top. Uh, but we don't expect to get before the court for about another six months. Uh, and so it's quite a long time frame. I guess our advantage is that we are registered and they're trying to deregister us. Um, It would be worse for us if we weren't registered and we were trying to get registered because that would be dragging on and um, it would be a long time in the future. So I guess we're in a stronger position at the moment. Uh, our chances of success, I just don't know. Um, unfortunately, um, it's a very subjective test as to what is a charity and what is in the public interest they're saying that we're not in the public interest to talk about traditional family and to talk about marriage. Uh, they say that our research is one-eyed and we run conferences where people actually agree with what we think. Uh, and I think anybody listening to those reasons will be chuckling to themselves and thinking, well, doesn't everybody run conferences that support the basis of the organisation? And, and doesn't everybody do research that tries to highlight some of the issues they want highlighted? And that's part of the weakness of um, their judgment on us. So, so I guess just watch this space. We'll just continue to carry on our work, but we'll also make this appeal to the High Court and might be not till the end of the year that we you know, talk about whether a decision has been made and whether we need to continue to appeal.
0: Sometimes we talk about the power of a complaint, uh, uh, the power of one. Well, in this case, a disgruntled person uh, has made a complaint, and uh, and it's working against uh, a Christian position when it comes to yeah. uh, marriage. Uh, how are you trying to rally uh, the Christian constituency in New Zealand to say, uh, you know, if this is what one can do, what if a whole lot of uh, others uh, start to make a noise too?
1: Well, I think that's why it's got people really concerned, and and our message has simply been, look, they're coming after us, but what what about one day if they decide to come after you? Uh, and, and there is concern that, you know, I mean, it was a really weak complaint. It was two sentences. It was, um, there wasn't any basis to it. They were just unhappy that, um, we'd presented 50,000 signatures. Now, as a basis for, you know, a massive investigation to deregister a charity, it just seems farcical. So, um, I, I, I think, if anything, it's been a bit of a wake up call. And I think, um, in New Zealand, with the passing of the same-sex marriage, it's also been a bit of a wake-up call as well to um, churches and to organisations that uh, to make a stand for some of these issues that we hold dear is going to cost, and you know we just have to be prepared to face that. Um, probably shouldn't be surprised about it, but um, you know we need to be willing to stand up and, and speak for what we know is truth. So. So there's a challenge, and I, I think you know there's a bit of a wake-up call going right around the country. Well,
0: Bob McCoskery, uh, I'm sure there'll be those listening to our conversation now who'll uh, keep you in Family First in New Zealand in their prayers, and uh, certainly will be monitoring along how that whole appeal process goes. Uh, I'll point people to your website if they'd like more detail. It's www.familyfirst.org.nz. Uh, We're talking to Bob McCoskery of Family First in New Zealand. Bob, uh, uh, it's always good to talk and uh, certainly we'll be uh, monitoring along how this process goes. Thanks for being with us today on 2020.
1: Appreciate that and it's always good to know that Australians are praying for New Zealanders.